Welcome to Project Upgrade, the podcast that helps you upgrade the future you by helping you conquer all things lifestyle, health and fitness, mindset, career, and all the things in between. I'm your host, Samantha, so listen up as it's time to upgrade. Hello and welcome back to Project Upgrade. I'm your host, Samantha, and today we are going to talk about moving out of home for the first time. Before we get into this podcast, though, I just wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone. Oh my God, there was such an amazing response from the first episode and it honestly means the world to me. I was honestly shocked. I was so surprised that so many of you actually enjoyed it and just seeing how excited you guys were for episode two to come out, it honestly meant so much to me. So thank you so, so much. I am so excited to bring you even more content Um, and hitting it off. We are going to be talking about moving out of home for the first time. For those of you who don't know, I actually only moved out of home about a month ago now. I'm 21 turning 22 in June. Um, It was my first time leaving home And there is a bit of a story to it. Um, A lot of people were saying, you know, how did you save up the money to move out? How did you know you were ready to move out? And for those who follow me on Instagram, you may have seen my mental breakdown that happened when I actually moved out. Um, So we're going to dive deep into all of those things. But before we do jump into it, please make sure you hit the follow button. I think that's a thing. Follow this podcast. I don't know. If I had known some of the things that happen when you move out, I honestly probably wouldn't have moved out. Um, I think I would have been too scared to move out, to be honest. Um, I think there's a lot of things that people don't really talk about, um, mainly because maybe they're scared of being vulnerable. Um, I'm not sure, but I was very open with my experience on my social media. um, So I thought I would make a podcast about it with my journey and how it happened, you know, how I knew I was ready. And, you know, just the, the mental process that happens after you leave and just little things like that. So before moving out of home, I was living with my mum, my dad, and my little brother, um, along with my little fur baby, Coco. Oh my God, I miss her so much. I was and still am very close with my family. Um, I always have been ever since I was a young age. Um, you know, I classify my brother as my best friend sometimes. My brother and I have a very special bond. Um, we aren't like the everyday brother and sister. We never fought. Like, obviously we had our little bickerings here and there, but we just, we were always so close. I'm also very grateful to say that I have a very special bond with my mum and my dad. And I, I honestly don't know how, um, I would even be here without them. You know, they helped me through so much and mum and dad, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for everything that you've done for me. I honestly appreciate you guys so much. Moving out of home was never really a, um, a must do. So many of my friends, you know, would talk about how as soon as they turned 18, they were going to leave the house. And you know, that never really, um, stuck with me. I, I didn't actually know when I was going to move out. Um, I, for some reason, had this thing in the back of my head that I was like, you know, I'm never leaving this place. But when I turned 21, um, I don't know, things started to change, I guess. I was growing up, you know, I had been with my boyfriend, Jordan, for three and a half years at that point. Our relationship was starting to grow and um, I was also working quite a bit at F45. So for those of you who don't know, my roster is pretty crazy at F45. So many people message me and say, you know, how do you have the motivation to get up so early and work out? And well, the truth is I actually don't get up so early to work out. Um, I get up at 3.45 in the morning because I start work at 4.30 in the morning. So I don't really have a choice with that, I guess. With a crazy schedule um, and having to drive about 20 or 30 minutes to get to work, I kind of wanted to live a bit closer um, just to cut some time and, you know, sleep in, I guess. That was my initial 
reason anyway. Um, some things were going on at home that I really just didn't want to be around. It was getting progressively worse and worse um, to the point that I actually felt like I was suffocating in my own home, which is no feeling that anyone should ever have to really feel. Um, it's it's really not the nicest feeling. A lot of the things that went on at home would happen at night. And um, with my work schedule, you know, I wouldn't see them in the morning. I wouldn't see them during the day because they'd be at work. And then when I'd be at work at night or at netball training at night. So by the time I'd gotten home, everything had hit the fan. And I, I, it really took a toll on me, you know. All I wanted to do was come home and tell my family about my day, but, you know, no one was talking or um, there was a fight going on or they were asleep already. Like, I, I wasn't able to really value my time with my family or I was just exhausted from my crazy day. You know, starting at 3.45 in the morning and then not finishing until, oh, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock, depending what I had on. They were quite long days and then knowing that I had to get up early again the next day, you know, the, the last thing I wanted to do was stay up late. Um, I just wanted to go home, go to bed, and um, I think that also caused a lot of problems with me and my family. Um, I hate to say that, but, you know, it obviously did cause a bit of distance and, you know... All my parents wanted to do was to talk to me and I would turn around and snap at them, which is just no way that I should have treated my family. I found that I was having a really toxic mindset and just a really um, negative, you know, relationship with my family, which I never, ever wanted, especially when we were so close. I was just suffocating and Jordan could see that. And by the time it hit October, um, I remember just texting him every single night saying, oh my God, all I want to do is move out. We had a Bali trip planned for November, December. And my partner said, you know what, just try and push through. We can't afford it right now. You know, all of our money is going towards our Bali trip. And I completely understood. And I think it was kind of good for me to um, hold off because, you know, Bali did actually open my eyes to a lot of things um, as it was my first overseas holiday. And it was the longest time that I'd actually been away from my family. Um, we went to Bali for two weeks. So I think the longest time before that I was away was a week. Um, so two weeks away from my family was a long time. While I was away in Bali, um, I just, I just felt so free. I realized like, I, as I said, I knew I was suffocating at home, but I didn't know how much. It wasn't until the second week of Bali that I remember I was on the back of a bike with Jordan and I just looked at him and said, oh my God, I've never felt so stress-free. You know, I, I feel so happy. Like, is that bad? Is, like, should I feel guilty for that? Considering I'm feeling this because I'm not with my family. But that Bali trip also made me realize how ready I actually was to move out. Before Bali, I always had my doubts, as anyone would, you know, like thinking that you're not ready to move out and that you're always going to be at home and, you know, you'll never be ready. But I don't know, like being away for two weeks really, really just let me saw me, I guess, you know, let me really blossom and become the person I was. It allowed me to be independent. I mean, I've always been an independent person. My mum has always said that ever since I was a young age, I've always been an independent kid. I think I kind of forgot that though. So we came back home from Bali and um, I remember saying to myself, you know, I've had two weeks away. Uh, we'll see how we feel over Christmas. And, you know, if push comes to shove, then I will make the move. One week in of being back home and I felt like I was suffocating again. I hated it. I would hate going home. I remember just crying, just 
Oh my God, I'm getting like emotional just thinking about it. There was one day in particular that I left for work three hours early just so then I wouldn't have to deal with whatever was going on at home. I was writing the ebook at the time, so I didn't want to be in a space where I didn't want to be. You know, I wanted to be somewhere that I could just switch off what was going on and just focus on the ebook. So yeah, work kind of just became that place. You know, um, I had this mentality that whatever was going on in my personal life, I would leave at the door um, and I would just use work to not think about it. Working at F45, you don't really have the time to think about what's going on outside of work. You're just constantly on the go. So work became a distraction for me, um, which I think is why I was so drawn to it when it came to those days that I just didn't want to be at home. Home to me should be a place that you want to go to and a place that you, you know, do feel comfortable to let your emotions out. But I, I couldn't do that. After I really sat back and evaluated my mental state, um, I went to my mum and I told her everything that was going on mentally for me and how I had been leaving for work early and not wanting to come home. Yes, she was upset. I mean, you know, hearing your own daughter say that she can't be at home anymore and it's not a, you know, safe place for her anymore. Um, it, it was pretty tough for her, but she did everything she could to get me out. I felt really guilty to tell my mum that I wanted to move out. I eventually then told my dad who didn't really take it well. Um, he was kind of confused to why I wanted to leave. He didn't really understand why, you know, I would leave my rent being paid and my groceries being paid for and all of those amazing things that they did for me. He just didn't really understand why I would leave such a good setup, which, you know, like is totally understandable. And if I was in his position, I'd probably wonder the same thing. I told my brother and he was fully supportive. He also agreed that I had been really suffocating over the last few months. So he supported me with moving and actually would help me try and find a place sometimes. My mum and dad were supportive of me moving out and, you know, did everything that they could to help. Um, but I also think that they were not, not holding back, but they were just a bit wary. My parents just didn't want me to jump ship and, you know, sink basically. They wanted me to jump ship and end up getting my own ship, I guess. That's not even really a saying, but <laughs> we'll go with that for now. So Jordan and I started to look for places and um, we went to a few open homes and, you know, nothing was really standing out to us, to be honest. Like we always found something wrong. And with all these bad places that we found, you know, I started to wonder, is it really time for me to move out or am I just making this all up in my head? While looking for a place to move into, I was actually getting into the whole law of attraction and, you know, practicing gratitude and all that kind of stuff. I really, really got into it after listening to a few podcasts about it. Um, and I actually decided to start practicing gratitude. And I remember this one podcast and I can't remember who it was by or what it was called even, but I just remember them saying, you know, taking on your fears and, you know, the universe has a way of leading you onto the right path. And that really resonated with me at the time. Um, I remember sitting there and thinking, you know, if it is time for me to move out, the universe will just work its magic. You know, the universe will push me in the right direction. I'll find a place and I will be okay. And it's so crazy how it worked because I think it was like two days later, I had seen an ad up and it was of a certain um, townhouse um, in a complex that we actually looked at 
Um, and we really liked the place, but the only problem was that it only had a single garage and Jordan and I really wanted to have a double garage. And there were some places in the complex that had that double garage option. Um, but there were just none available at the time. And this one place popped up and I was like, hang on, I swear that's one of the places with the double garage. It didn't have the address on it or anything like that. I actually ended up calling the agency and asking about it and they said that I was right on the money and that is exactly um, where the place was. So um, Jordan and I asked for an application form. Um, we asked to go view the property and literally, I think it was maybe five days later, um, we got a phone call being offered the townhouse. They gave us two weeks until we were gonna be given the keys um, so everything was pretty fast paced during those two weeks. You know, I thought two weeks was a long time to get, you know, everything packed and ready to go. But oh my goodness, those two weeks just went way too quickly. We were starting to get everything packed and ready to go. You know, we were figuring out our budget and um, Jordan and I actually sat down and realized that we may not actually be earning enough money to live in this property. And um, so that was... That was really scary. In our first budget, it was working, but for some reason, once we added up a few other things that we weren't aware that we had to pay for, um, it suddenly got really expensive and I was pretty worried. I didn't really have much savings. Um, I had just spent my whole savings from the year before on the Bali trip. Jordan was working full time, so he had some savings behind him, um, but I was only a casual at the time, so I wasn't earning enough money to move out let's be honest i have always been one of those people though that when push comes to shove i will make things happen so if i had to save up money i would have made it happen you know i have a diploma in film so there was the option of going back into the film industry and just doing some film and photography on the side i also had just finished my cert four um so there was the option of me becoming a pt at a gym or even just starting up my online programs which i was going to do anyway um but i, I I don't know, I, I guess I was just really nervous that it wasn't gonna work out, but I trusted the universe and said, you know what, if it's time to move out, it's gonna happen. Just trust the process. And you'll never guess what happened. So the next day, which was a week before we were moving out, um, my boss pulled me aside and offered me a full-time role at F45. I was, oh my God, I was, I was pinching myself. I didn't actually think it was real. I did not, but I couldn't believe what I was actually hearing, um, especially when 24 hours beforehand, I was literally sitting down with a notebook and pen, you know, figuring out what I was gonna do to earn a certain amount of money. And I had it all figured out, but oh my God, it just, it really gave me a sense of ease and a sense of, wow, like this is happening. I am ready to go. We're doing it. Like we are actually, doing it. The day that we were going to be getting the keys to move, I was so excited for the whole week. I forgot to really embrace my time in my family home. I remember that Friday morning that I picked up the keys. Um, I came home to get a few boxes to take over to the place and I broke down. I cried and cried. Everything just hit me at once. That home was my place for I think 16 years, basically my whole childhood. We weren't planning to actually stay at the place until Sunday night. So I still had two nights left at my family home and I'm honestly really happy that that's how it worked out um, because I actually did still have time with my family and I just had that 48 hours to really embrace 
every single part of living at home still. And poor Jordan through this whole experience of mine, you know, he was he was thriving off moving out of home. He was so excited and so happy and come home to me being like, why did I move out thinking, oh my God, my girlfriend doesn't want to live with me, which was totally not the reason why I was acting the way that I was. I was a sprinkler ready to go off at any given moment. Um, so the fact that Jordan was able to put up with all of my mood swings and my emotional self was just amazing and I'm oh my god Jordan if you listen to this thank you I love you <laughs> so after the first week I went on to my Instagram um, I hadn't been active for the whole week um, because I was just dealing with everything going on and I decided to just be really raw and open with my followers I told everyone how I was feeling and what I was actually going through and you know, that it is normal to feel this way if anyone else was going through that because, you know, that's what I was feeling and I also just didn't want to feel like an absolute loser. I just wanted to justify to why it was normal for me to feel like that. A lot of my close friends actually reached out to me and people that I had never even spoken to, um, you know, telling me their stories and how they got through it and that it does get easier. And it was just really, it was really reassuring that I was actually feeling emotions that are normal. If you are thinking of moving out, I don't want this to scare you. Um, I just want you to be aware because, you know, it is exciting to move out and it is such a great time of your life. You just got to be aware of the emotions that come with it and accept it. Like it's totally normal and it's totally okay. You've just got to accept it and embrace it and know that everything is going to get better eventually. After the first week of living out of home, uh, my family and I actually started a ritual that every Sunday, um, Jordan and I go over there for dinner and we just have like a big catch up weekend. Mum and I also do the grocery shopping together. And those days that I do get to spend with them, um, oh my God, I have never valued that time so much in my life. I get excited to tell my family of what I've done in the week and also, you know, find out what happened in their week and, you know, just all of these things that I once was dreading to have to do. And I can honestly say that moving out of home has allowed me to value my time with my family so much more than I ever have in my life. But also during this first month of living out of home, it has allowed me to remember why I left and why I needed to get out of there because now I I am the happiest I have ever been in my life. It wasn't really until last week that I was sitting in my car driving home and, you know, I sat there and just thought, wow, like I don't have that suffocating feeling anymore. Like I feel free just like how I felt when I was in Bali. I feel so fulfilled with my life. You know, I'm now working full time at the best job ever. And then when I come home from work, I am now living and get to come home to the most amazing boyfriend ever. And then on the weekends, I still get to see my family and I get to value being with them. You know, I get to enjoy every single second of having dinner with them and going grocery shopping with them. How are Jordan and I doing now? Um, we are doing amazing. You know, we are so, so happy living together. Obviously we have our moments where we get under each other's skin, but that is completely normal and completely just, it, it's a part of the process of moving out with your partner, especially like we haven't had big fights, but we have had the odd one here and there. But as my mum says, it is totally normal and everything will work itself out. I am so grateful that I took that leap. You know, I was so, so scared to move out and, you know, doubted that I was even ready to move out at so many points on this journey. But 
you know, being here one month later and I could not be more proud of myself and I could not be more happy and fulfilled. If you are thinking of moving out, accept that you are going to be emotional but that is okay. Don't try and hold in your emotions. Don't try and hide it. Don't pretend that you are so happy when deep down you might actually be a bit homesick. It's completely normal. It's human. That's what makes us human. You know, our emotions make us human. Both Jordan and I have had moments when we have been homesick and it's it's normal. You know, sometimes Jordan and I just need that moment to be like, okay, I need to go home and see my family. And we both accept that. We both respect it. Make sure that you can actually afford to move out. Um, and you know, if you're not sure, put a budget together and just see if you can live off that budget, you know, like um, if your rent and everything else that you have to pay, for example, might be $400 a week. See if you can live without that $400, you know, um, Jordan and I opened a bills account just before we moved out and we actually started to put um, our weekly money into that account just to get used to not using it and at first it was quite a shock because you know We were so used to just digging into our savings and being like, oh, I don't need this money. You know, I live at home I don't need to pay for XYZ um, So yeah, definitely try and put some money away into that bills account or try and not touch it And that really gives you an indicator now I know a lot of you guys are probably wondering how did Jordan and I budget to move out Jordan and I decided to sit down and actually write out every single expense that we would have. Expenses like our rent, water, electricity, Netflix, Spotify, anything that we had to pay for. We wrote it down and how much it was going to cost monthly, quarterly, weekly, whatever it was. We then broke down every single expense to a weekly expense. For example, Spotify is a monthly payment. So we divided the monthly payment into four weekly payments. And then whatever that weekly payment was, we eventually added it all up with all of our other expenses. That is what we put into our bills account. Our weekly payments don't include our phone bills. We just do that in our own savings. This bills account that Jordan and I set up has honestly been such a lifesaver. It also just gives us a sense of security. We're not stressing and living paycheck to paycheck. For water and electricity, we looked up what the average was in Brisbane. And then whatever that average was for a quarter, we broke that down into a weekly payment. We added that into our weekly payment as well. I'll also sit down maybe once every second week and look at what bills are coming up. And then whatever bills that I have coming up, I do an automatic transaction. So then I don't even have to think about it. It just comes straight out of the account. It just makes it a lot more easier for Jordan and I. So then we aren't stressing and then we don't miss any payments. Something that I didn't actually talk about though is don't spend so much money on furniture and you know, all of those things because it actually does cost quite a bit. Jordan and I were actually very lucky. We got a lot of secondhand things from a lot of the members at my F45 studio. Shout out to all of you guys. You are all amazing. We were very lucky with a lot of the things that we got. You know, we were given towels, we were given plates, cutlery, um, just so much stuff and oh my goodness I am so so grateful for that. We didn't even buy a fridge. Um, we used my mum and dad's bar fridge for the first three weeks of living here. Definitely look at secondhand things. That is a big money saver and probably one of the best tips I could give to anyone who was looking to move out. And my last tip is know that you're ready. I can't explain the feeling of when you know that you're ready, but it, it just hits you. And as I said earlier, you know, the universe has a plan for us. When something is going to happen, the universe has some crazy ways of making it happen. On that note, I don't want you guys to think that you should just move out because you have problems with your family. The things that were going on behind the scenes had been happening for years and I had just gotten to the point where I couldn't take it anymore and I had to leave. But that is all I have for you guys today. So I hope you enjoyed it and got something out of this podcast. If you did enjoy this podcast or you know someone who might benefit from it, be sure to share it on your 
Instagram stories and tag us at Project Upgrade Podcast. You can also find me on my personal Instagram, which is just underscore Samantha Wicks. I hope you guys have a lovely day and I shall see you next time. Bye for now.